Welcome to The Bloom, a podcast where we talk about wealth, leadership, alignment, and energetics. I'm your host, Abby. Let's get into it. Welcome back to The Bloom. This is episode number four and I'm so excited to be back. We took a little pause over Christmas um, but I'm definitely excited to chat to you guys again and I thought we would kick it off um, 2023 with decision making and my tips and tricks on how to make the decision making process easier no matter if you consider yourself a good decision maker or maybe not so great at making decisions maybe you ponder on it for a really long time it doesn't matter i think these tips are going to help you um to make decisions with ease and also back your decisions that you make as well um so tip number one is, well okay so hang on let's rewind for a second. Decisions can be really hard and let's talk about the reason why. Um, Oftentimes making a decision means that we have to abandon one of the options and there is always going to, it's always going to play on our mind whether we have made the right decision, especially if it's something that's quite significant and, you know, affects our job or our, our life in a really significant way. So we need to respect decision-making a little more than sometimes we do, especially those who are quite comfortable standing in their power. Um, They will often think of themselves as really good at making decisions, but sometimes you can almost be too good at making them and then um, fall into the trap of a lot of regret later on because um, you're like, oh, I should have maybe thought about that a little bit more. I jumped the gun a little too hard um, and I probably should have weighed up my options a little bit more before I jumped in. Now, there is a fine line between jumping in and also then um, procrastinating and not making a decision. And let me tell you, sitting in decision-making land for too long is just the most exhausting place to be. Energetically, it is just like you are not going to be showing up 100% as you or in your power um, in anywhere else in your life because you will just, there's such a big chunk of you that will be dedicated to weighing up over and over and over again what decision you should make and which option you should choose. Um, So there is definitely an art form to this uh, with how much time to you know, leave to make a decision and also how much time not to leave, how quickly to do it. And each person is going to have a slightly different kind of um, time frame. For me, I know, actually for me, it varies and I'll tell you why. So sometimes I just know, and this is because I have built a lot of self-trust with within me um, that I am very comfortable backing whatever decision that I make, even if I'm wrong. So I've gone through a lot of like ego deaths and shadow work to be able to get to this point in my life that I'm like, no matter which decision I make right now, I know that it's right right now. It might not be right forever and I'm, I'm happy to own that the decision might not be right in the future, but it is right for me right now. This is what makes sense. And it also is allowing myself to be guided by um, my higher self or my intuition, if you like, um, to kind of 
pull me in the direction that um, or push me or pull me in the direction that I should or, or, or could go in that moment. Um, now, there, I, I need to say this too. There is no decision that you can make that is wrong right? There is no decision that you can make that is wrong. And some of you that will freak you out even further and be like, but then how do I, you know, that makes it even harder to make a decision. Um, And some of you will find a lot of comfort in that. For me, I find a lot of comfort in that, knowing that if I am presented with two options, they are both for me. One of them might be a quicker way to gain the outcome that I am wanting or desiring, and the other might take me a little while longer. Um, But at the end of the day, I'm here and I'm going to learn the same lessons in life, no matter which path I decide to take in that moment. Because that's essentially what a decision is. And again, I'm talking about a big life decision, not little decisions. We make so many every single day of our life. But I'm talking about like the bigger, you know, career decisions or relationship decisions or, um, you know, life decisions, babies, children, um, how you parent, what school you send your children to. If you study, if you don't study, you know, those big life altering moments um, that, you know, if, you, if you've learnt self-trust and if you sit with your intuition and actually allow it to guide you, you're going to pick up on the signs. You're going to pick up on the breadcrumbs, I like to call it. Um, actually, Hubby reminds me of this all the time. He's like, where are the breadcrumbs? Where are the breadcrumbs leading you? I'm like, sometimes I'm just like, I don't know, leave me alone. <laughs> um, but it, it's not necessarily overthinking too. Um, when I make decisions, I will often just need time to let it be and I will give myself a time frame of up to 48 hours again depending on the um, severity of the decision and the outcomes that it will lead me to Um, I will give myself up to 48 hours to make a decision and within that time I will ask you know my higher self or the universe or um, God, if you like, or whoever you believe in to show me a sign if I'm going to make the right decision. Because here's the thing, you actually already know what decision you're going to make, even though you're deciding. There is a part of you that is weighing up which way to go. There's always going to be, you know, a, a, a positive and a negative to each each option that you have in front of you and there is also a part of you that knows exactly what you're going to do even if you are not ready to hear it and oftentimes this can indicate um, you know fear of failure or fear of success if we avoid the option that we know is actually going to propel us further towards our desired outcome um, because of um, a fear of success or or, or failure Um, so we will choose the easier path the safer path and the more comfortable path even if we know what's really good for us in the long run is going to be a little bit scarier or harder or tougher in the moment but basically if you are presented these two options they are meant for you so find comfort where whatever that looks like for you in knowing that both of these options are going to be right no matter which one you decide um so 
things you can do to actually help yourself in the decision-making process, knowing that both options are right, because that can be even more confusing, um, is a pros and cons list. I know this is super masculine and super old school and super basic, but a pros and cons list. And it doesn't necessarily mean that the one with the most pros is the one to go, but it will help you to kind of analyze each part of the options that you have in front of you. Um, and really help you lay it out and see it for the facts, not the emotion um, behind the decision. So you will drop into um, you know, a logical thinking method when you, you're forced to drop into that logical part of your brain um, to actually then help you make the decision rather than allowing the emotions to drive your decision. Now, this can be good and this can be bad because, again, sometimes logically it's very easy to make a decision because there's no emotions attached to it in that moment. However, then you have made the decision and you go with that path and then the emotions drop in over time because, you know, we're emotional beings and we're going to feel things um, depending on the decision that we've made. I feel like if someone played a drinking game in this episode with the amount of times that I've said decisions, they would be very drunk by now. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, also, have fun. Go and do that. <laughs> okay, back to it. Um, so, yes, write it down. Do a pros and cons list and do this factually and logically first. Then place over the top of it an emotional or energetic pros and cons list. So here's where we layer on that feminine aspect of us, the nurturer, the feelings, the the heart aspect of these decisions. Um, so this could be, you know, tapping into the emotion of what is it going to feel like if I make this decision? How am I actually going to feel? Maybe they're both good. Maybe they're both bad. Maybe one of them has a slightly more of a flavor of the feeling that you would like to have. And this can be super duper powerful. We often, especially when we just think about a pros and cons list, we do not think about the energy behind it um, or like the energy behind, or we don't write down the energy of the decision. We will just write down the facts. Um, so writing down a factual list and then an energetic or a feeling, a felt sense list. This can be really, really helpful if you are a um, visual person, if you learn by visualizing things, that is me. Um, Sometimes a list is the best way because I can brain dump all of the different ideas that are swirling in my head. I can get them down on paper and have them in front of me. Um, And then I can also honor that feminine part of me, the feminine energy inside of me to go, well, how am I actually going to feel and nurture myself through those decisions? So um, layering that on top can also be very helpful. If you are more of an auditory person, so you like to hear things to process information or speak them out loud, record yourself a voice memo. We don't do this often enough and sometimes all we need is a sounding board which can be yourself. It doesn't even have to be another person. Um, And then listening to it back will actually trigger the correct answer for you or the answer that you're actually searching for um, within the question that you ask. So definitely give that a go. Um, 
And then if you are more of a feeler, then I ask you to drop into your body. So maybe you write it out on paper first and then you actually sit with that paper, place your heart on your um on your belly, one on your one on your heart, sorry. Place your heart on your belly. No, place one hand on your heart, one hand on your belly. And then just take a few deep breaths and sit with them and ask, what is the right answer? Now, usually the first answer that drops in for you is going to be the correct one or the one that you most desire, um, that your heart is kind of leading you to or that your body already knows is the, you know, the easiest path or the correct path for you to take in order to um, you know, gain traction or momentum towards your bigger and greater desires meaning your goals or the outcome that you're looking for. So definitely try that. Other things you can do is asking for signs. Now I touched on this before, but I'm going to go into more detail. So for me, I do ask for signs from the universe more often than not. Now I actually find myself doing it almost subconsciously. Um, and I am not even that specific about it anymore. I just know when a sign drops in because I've done this practice for so long. But if you are if this is new for you or you're just starting to ask for signs, here's what I recommend to do. So, um, I would, sorry, I just got a notification from my mom. Okay. Um, so I would give yourself, give the universe a time frame. So I would like an answer within, I usually again go 24 to 48 hours. Um, and I will be specific with this. So depending on how long I have to make the decision and how impatient I'm feeling, um, I will give the universe either 24 or 48 hours. I think it's unfair to ask for it too soon because if you're just going to be sitting in a room and you've asked to see something that, you know, would more likely be outside, it doesn't mean you can't see it or you won't see it but I think giving it more time to drop in and for you to not focus on it is the key so when you ask for something a sign from the universe if you actively look or seek out for that sign well one it's probably pretty obvious that you already know that's the answer that you're wanting and two you're probably not even going to see it because one, you know it's probably good. it's the right option anyway. So the universe is like, we don't even need to give you a sign. You are searching for this, so just do it. <laughs> um, and two, you are you, you know you're looking for that thing, so you're probably gonna you know how many times have you looked for something and it's been right in front of you the entire time? It's that kind of energy around it. Um, whereas when you give it like that 24 to 48 hours, it will often smack you in the face and be right in front of you when you least expect it. Um, and I can tell you some great stories about this. So um, oftentimes I will ask to see a butterfly because they are just a sign that I love to see. And, um, you know, I, I mean, at one point they were kind of like a spirit animal for me. They were something that I used a lot and I just, I loved them. Um, it's not all the time anymore that I use butterflies, but they are still significant for me as a yes answer. Um, so yes, give it a time frame and then decide on the answer that it is. So usually a yes answer is what I go for because that makes sense. So if this decision is the right for me right now, is the right decision for me right now. So be specific with what you're actually asking. Um, so let's say, I don't know, let's just for examples, am I meant to buy a pink water bottle or a, or a blue water bottle? Let's just say it like that. So, um, am I meant to buy the pink water bottle? This is so like 
cheesy but anyways you get what I mean am I meant to buy the pink water bottle um you know now in my life um and then I, I would love to see a butterfly in the next 24 hours as a sign yes and then leave it. So declare what you want to see, declare what it means, and then drop it. That's it. Do not focus on that question. Trust that it will be answered. If you do not see the butterfly, it means no. Okay? So then you can go back and reevaluate. If you are still attached to that pink water bottle, then just go and freaking buy it go and do it um or the other way you can do it is uh actually give them give your guides or whatever you want to call it give the universe two different options so if i meant to buy the pink water bottle show me a butterfly if i meant to buy the blue water bottle then um show me a a bird or a blue bird (laughs) be specific don't you know not just a bird because i feel like well especially where i live i live there's birds all everywhere all the time now you may not see an actual alive butterfly. For me, um, usually it's not like a butterfly flying around. Um, it will usually be uh, the symbol of a butterfly. So, um, you know, I've had circumstances where I've walked into a store and, you know, they've just brought out or launched a, a product line that has butterflies all over it. And I'm like, well, fuck, there we go. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't have to walk into this store. And oftentimes, you know, I actually don't need anything in that store or in this circumstance, I definitely didn't need to go into that store at all. And as soon as I walked in, there was freaking butterflies everywhere. And I was like, okay, well, that's obvious. Um, Another time, which was so beautiful, was uh, when I had just had my second daughter and I'd asked for a sign in the form of a butterfly and I walked into a change room. Again, I was at the shops, but I walked into a change room to change her nappy and I didn't even notice it until the very end, but I looked up from changing her and on the wall, I, I kid you not, was just this mural of butterflies in front of me and I didn't even notice it to start with and I was just like, oh, okay, <laughs> Um, you know, and it could have been anything else on that wall, but it was, and, and I could have gone to any of the change rooms in that shopping center. Um, however, that one had, uh, I think it was even a freshly painted, it was a new change room and I would never been to it before. So I had no idea that there was going to be butterflies there, but it was, and they were right in front of me. Um, those are just two circumstances. There are so many others that I could give you, um, and two examples of it. So that is a few ways that you could definitely also help yourself make decisions Um, now quick decision making go with your gut and what I mean by this is we have over a billion neurons in our brain Um, and we actually have over 500 million neurons that live in our gut in our belly Um, now our brain that means that they are connected our brain and our gut are connected so if you've ever had a gut feeling yeah, sure. It's a feeling. That's how it shows you, but it's your gut talking to you and it's your brain and your gut working together to give you the answer. Um, oftentimes this will happen if there is something that makes you nervous, um, or scared, uh, and triggers like a, a, a nervousness within you or a stressed, a stressed state within you as well. Um, this is, 
huge and we need to learn to listen to this more because I know that probably every one of you can think of a time that you had a feeling in your gut, a knowing, um, and you ignored it. And if you had have followed that, maybe, um, you know, an outcome or a circumstance would have looked a lot different to what it ended up being. So think back to that and um, bring that with you and use that as a, a huge lesson, lesson for yourself to listen to your gut as much as you listen to your brain and really start tapping into that. And, you know, you again, you can go ask your gut the question and see what you feel about it. You know, is it a nervous energy? Is it a good energy? Is it an excited energy down there? Um, And then you can ask your brain logically as well. And this comes back to, you know, layering those pros and cons and doing a logical list first and then layering on top of it an energetic um, and a feeling list as well. How is it actually going to make you feel making that decision and having that be your decision that you make? Um, beautiful. Well, I think I'm going to end the episode here because I, the feedback from you guys is that you love them short and sharp. You don't like long drawn out, um, you know, big long episodes. So I've given you a couple of tips and tricks. If you want more on decision-making, then definitely let me know. And you can find me over on my, Oh, sorry. There was just a very loud noise. <laughs> Hang on. Okay. I think, um, my hobby's home. <laughs> hope so anyways because I think I'm the only one here um I don't know if you guys could hear that but that was just a really loud bang um and it scared me uh okay train of thought yes um find me over on my Instagram and that is linked in the show notes so you can find that and go and DM me let's have a conversation about it because I would love to know if you have any other tips or tricks or if you liked the ones I shared today or I definitely want to know if you use these tips and tricks um, to make decisions and you find them really helpful please I would love to know that Um, all right have an awesome rest of your day and I will see you in the next episode bye Thank you so much for tuning into The Bloom. To continue this conversation and to find ways to work together, you can head over to my Instagram at underscore Abby Kate underscore. That's at underscore A-B-I-K-A-T-E underscore. I'll see you there.